Welcome to the Sustain UW podcast, a place for sustainability conversation, expert interviews, and news hosted by student interns from the UW-Madison Office of Sustainability. We want to know, what's up with sustainability and where should we go from here? Before we dive into today's episode, we want to remind you that the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of the Office of Sustainability, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to the Sustain UW podcast. I'm Kylie, and today I'm hosting this episode with Rory and Gigi. Hey guys, I'm Rory. Recently, our podcast team watched the movie Don't Look Up, featuring Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. This movie was all the buzz last year when it was released, with its all-star cast from Meryl Streep to Ariana Grande and its allegories for current world issues. Just so you know, we will be discussing the film in detail, and this episode may contain spoilers for those of you who have not seen this movie. With that being said, I'm Gigi, and after a quick Google search, we found the following summary. Don't Look Up tells the story of two astronomers attempting to warn humanity about the approaching comet that will destroy human civilization. The impact event is an allegory for climate change, and the film is a satire of government, political, celebrity, and media indifference to the climate crisis. So what was everyone's initial thoughts while watching the film? Kylie, I'd love to hear. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think? Um, I thought it was a pretty good movie. It was definitely enjoyable. Um, ran a little too long for my taste, but I did enjoy the humor in it, and I I just thought it was really funny because, I mean, obviously it was satire, and we just got to look at real-world issues, but through a comical lens. What about you, Rory? Yeah, I would have to say, if I'm giving it a letterboxed review, I would give it Hmm. <laughs> Two or three out of five stars. Ooh. And I don't know. It was definitely entertaining. Like, it was very captivating. It did run a little too long. I will agree with that. Towards that, I was like, come on, guys. Let's, let's pick up the pace. But I feel like the performances were really good. And, yeah, the, it gave you something to think about, for sure. What were your thoughts, Gigi? Yeah, I felt like during it, you almost like feel like the people in it, you're like, you're so stupid, obviously look up. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't believe this? But then it like relates perfectly to kind of what happens now is like, especially us in the world of sustainability, like as interns, like we know about what's going on. We're up to date. Like those are the courses we're taking. That's what we're learning. Um, but like some people aren't aware of all of that. I don't know. This movie, I feel like, did a good job of showing that, like, guys, this is real and, like, everyone needs to worry about it, you know? Mm. Like, we need to start taking action. This isn't something that's far off in, like, the future. No, I, like, agree with that. Growing up, my family was always sustainable and worried about the environment, and I just thought that that's how everyone was. But, I mean, getting to college and meeting a wide range of people, um, not everyone knows about how serious climate change is and how to be sustainable or even like how to recycle. I know some people who don't know how to recycle. So it just really shows the broad range of opinions and um, knowledge levels on this topic. It's weird. I would say in this movie, ignorance is bliss. But the thing is, they were not ignorant. (laughs) Like everyone (laughs) knew, like everyone knew it was happening and yet they still remained blissful. 
or not even blissful they got like angry <laughs> and it made like yeah. it just it turned very divisive and it just unraveled like to an in- insane extent yeah i feel like the craziest part is when they knew the comet was coming and they were like no we can get resources from this comet yeah like let's not let's let the comet hit yeah. just break it up into little little pieces <laughs> that we can use but that let's still let it hit. Like, yeah. it's going to kill some people, but who cares? Like, money, money, money. Money, money, money. <laughs> no, the scene where the rocket ship is going into space <laughs> to make the comet go elsewhere. And then they literally, you see the rockets turn around. And everyone's like, why are they turning around? And it's because a billionaire tech dude wants to mine the the, the comet. creepy billionaire. To, let's uh, focus on that. With all those, like, children that are for some oh reason near gosh. him. <laughs> when the little girl was like, can I say something? And he was like, no. <laughs> that was wild. But yeah, actually seeing it fully turn around, it was like, they had all these, I don't know, it was fully planned out. Like, the rockets were on their way, but... So hopeful, uh-huh. too. <laughs> yeah. And, like, no one really cared. Like, there was no uproar about, like, oh, why aren't we saving ourselves? Like, why are we waiting for it to get closer? There was no uproar from citizens. Why didn't anyone care? I mean, I feel like I'd be mad if, like, one billionaire was like, oh, no, I want it to get closer because I want the money or the world wants the money or whatever. Like, I wouldn't want that. I don't know about you guys, but. Yeah, I feel like it's almost like people tend to not care because, they're like, everything will be okay maybe within my lifetime. I don't know. Like, that's the sense that maybe, I mean, not true for the story. Like, not true for this film because, like, everyone died at the end. Spoiler alert. But, like, <laughs> like the we'll whole movie. Now. Yeah. Um, it not have a the comment hit. They let it happen. But um, maybe, like, during your lifetime, you don't feel like it really matters what you're doing or, like, that nothing can be reversed at this point. So, mm. like, therefore, maybe you don't care. I don't yeah. know. That's sometimes, like, what I... Like, why recycle if in the grand scheme of things it might not be? I don't know. It's like, oh, I've lasted this long. Yeah, I'm just like- going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm just stuck in my ways. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. But the thing is, people need to realize it's breaking. It's broke. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I'm not going to be seeing the real effects of climate change in my lifetime. Like, That's it's, like, generations in the future. So it's kind of hard to get people to care if... Whether or not they do it, it won't affect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're not going to be seeing the, I guess, well, they will, but they're not going to be seeing just how much of the changes they can make will sustain future generations. So thus, it's not worth their time, which is like, no, man, do it for <laughs> the future. Also, I feel like a big thing from this movie is that the government didn't care. Like if there's no government initiative on some of these issues, nothing can get done. In the movie, when Dr. Mindy first told them that a comment is coming and it's a 100% chance, President Orlean was like, um, let's not be dramatic here. Yeah, like, sit tight in yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was like, sit tight. <laughs> but just like if the government isn't going to do anything about it, it's also difficult for people to care because one person doing everything. I feel like I've been told my whole life, you you can make change, like you doing one thing. But, like, we do need more than one. <laughs> like, you know I mean? A metal straw, perhaps, may not suffice yeah. in this case, I will say. So, yeah, so, like, sometimes you do need that um, policy to actually, like, make change. The part that annoyed me the most about that scene is that the president switched up her stance on the comet when it benefited her. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. At first, she was like, no, there's no comet. 
And then obviously word got out that there really is a comet. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, let's do whatever we can to stop it. And then she switches up again when the billionaire guy wants the money. And then now she makes it into, like, oh, they're lying to you. There's no comet at all or whatever. Like, there's just so much flip-flopping. Like, come on, come on. (laughs) Especially it was, like, I feel like she flopped. Wasn't there something that happened that she got exposed for something and that's why she also switched? Um, She was... (laughs) Um, having relations with, <laughs> um, I think it was a nominee okay. for the Supreme Court. Something oh. her, like that. Her wasn't... nominee. Like, yeah. her, um. Her choice. Yeah. And then, like, something got leaked, and she was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta yeah, she's like, save the people. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> clean up her image. Yeah. The whole, like, PSA she did where they were getting, it was, like, the whole patriotic thing of getting support to launch the guy up to space to break up the comet and, like get it off track it was so performative to me it was just like american flag everywhere it was like music it was wind in her hair she it looked like a model shoot this is not the like seriousness that the situation deserves like this is not some sort of and like, whose tax dollars paid for those like, yeah, fireworks exactly. and those like, i know there's like fireworks there's like god bless it was just like okay and didn't they not even have to send the guy technically but they wanted to. They wanted to send him to die so that he's like a hero. Like yeah. you always need a hero I for missed something. That are you serious? I'm pretty like sure. Like when the the ini- was that the initial trying to explode it. Yeah, the like comet? before oh. the whole let's mine it for okay. Of yeah, dollars. when they sent up the guy and he was like the one who was teaching exercise classes yeah. in the front lawn. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> they didn't need him to go. He has like I don't think he had experience. But they yeah. just like sent him up there. They could have just had the rockets go themselves, but they wanted a hero. Uh, Isn't that weird? Uh, like, wow. what? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd love to know your your thoughts on the celebrities and their role in this film, because that's something that really stuck with me, but I'd love to know both of your thoughts. I almost feel like that was the the main image that they were trying to push instead of climate change. I don't know. Maybe climate change really was the one that they were um, trying to showcase. But the role that, like, the celebrities had in the movie was so interesting because I feel like it reflects where our society is going to end up at some point where, like, Dr. Mindy, when he went on the show, um, they kept calling him the hot scientist guy or whatever. Like, he wasn't given respect because of his findings and his intelligence, but it was because that they found him attractive and Mm -hmm. he kind of just became a celebrity. I mean, he started... And it got to his head. Yeah, like they had a tiny little segment on the news because, Mm -hmm. I forget her name, but Ariana Grande's character was like talking about her ex cheating on her and like that was the big issue of the night, not the comment. Yeah, and they were like both on the show. I think it went, the breakup happened on like the talk show and then the comment came on and everyone was like, uh, but Ariana Grande and whoever just got engaged, yeah. like, this is the news. Like, everybody was talking about that. Even Dr. Mindy's kid, when he got home, was like, did you see this? Like, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I found that whole, just, the whole Riley Dina, which is Ariana Grande's character, and Kid Cudi's character just wild, because <laughs> they also made that song at the end. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the song. Oh my, as the comment was literally going to touch down. Called Earth. Just Look Up? Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! It kind of it was kind of it was good. good. Yeah, like, I was kinda, <laughs> but that's the whole thing. I was, like, it was a bop. By by thinking that it's like t- I'm gonna stream it on Spotify, that I'm like feeding into the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that didn't really do any change. It didn't do you know, anything. Like, like it's like yes, everything's all over social media, but that didn't do anything. Yeah, like just look up. Okay, too late. Like I'm looking up to the comment coming, and now I'm dead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so thank you for dramatic, the whistle but, notes. Yeah. But it does not help in this case. 
Yeah, and even the president became kind of a celebrity herself. Like yeah. her, weirdly enough, her son was calling her a smoke show Ooh. at like oh her God. rally. I'm like, that. I don't think that really matters. Like you're the president. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I don't know. It's just interesting how looks plays a role into politics. Oh, also like the role of celebrities in spreading awareness of issues was I think a big thing that's happening now. Um, like a lot of charities and just any kind of movement, they need like a celebrity to back them up for people to actually yeah. want to partake in it. That is an interesting, like, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that like, that's what has to motivate people is to mm. have like a social media presence. And like, I feel like people are getting on social media younger and younger. Oh so like, my gosh, that's yeah. the outlet. Like, before you start learning about like real world stuff, like in your classes or like that your parents start talking about it, like you're hearing it from TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So like, if this isn't on TikTok or if there was a don't look up movement on TikTok and there's like a little seventh grader scrolling, like that's going to be their first like exposure to it. No, and, like, the whole um, celebrity endorsements of, like, politicians to help bolster support, too, is really interesting to me. Like, there comes that time of year when, like, elections are coming up and then you have, like, Harry Styles being like, I endorse XYZ, and you're just like, well, I don't, who was (laughs) (laughs) Like, thank you. But, again, it's it's effective, too, because then some people are like, hey, Harry Styles likes this person. I do, too. I'm with him, like, let's do it, so. Yeah, like, Ariana Grande sung Just Look Up. Like, yeah. it's time. Now I'm anti the comment. Like. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's interesting that for some people, hearing it from a celebrity or an artist or whatever will switch their train of thought. It's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'd like to talk about something. Bring it up. Okay, I'd like to chit-chat about... What you think, one, the goal of this movie was, two, its impact, and, like, the longevity of its message. Because in my perspective, I feel like the director, Adam McKay, thought this was going to be a record-breaking, like, inspiring everyone, like, things are going to turn around after this movie comes out. And literally, I saw bigger articles about Meryl Streep talking to Jennifer Lawrence on set than anything about what it was saying about climate change. Once again, almost more worried about the, like, celebrities involved with it than the message. It was crazy. Like, everything was coming true that they portrayed in the film as satire. I was like, this is exactly what you're writing about. Yeah, because I feel like it was trying to do, like, there's so many documentaries. Like, there's a lot of more, like, scientific and maybe, like, hopeless um, things out there about climate change that... If you're not, like, interested and don't make the point to watch it, probably aren't going to watch it. So, like, yeah, I liked the the motive behind this one is, like, making it a satire. Like, mm. making it something, like... Accessible. So, yeah, like, that maybe someone who wouldn't normally watch these documentaries about climate change or something would watch this. Well, it's true. Like, looking at the movie poster, reading the summary, you would not get that it's about climate change. So, I, like, yeah. I can see, like, people are just like, ooh, a fun movie with, like, look at this all-star cast. Like, let's watch. And then they but, like, do well, come away with some... Things, knowledge but like yeah. that it's not as that's what groundbreaking as like they thought it was going to be that yeah. like people are like a light bulb in their head like oh this is what's going on we need to care it was just about the celebrities at the end of it yeah like, maybe for like the five minutes after you finish the movie you're just kind of sitting there like reeling through it all and then you leave with the message but it doesn't last or sometimes i feel like the funny parts of it that made me laugh is what i'm left with yeah i feel like it was a good way or a good idea to try and get new people to see the issue but I don't think as many people came away with the message that they thought 
Like, I, I think a lot of people just thought, oh, that was a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, like, I, I get that the director, like, really cares because like, he donated, like, $4 million to help fight climate change um, not too long ago. So he cares about the issue and is trying to do something. But I don't know. I don't really think people are receiving it like that. I liked the angle they were trying to work, though. Like, with oh, yeah. the movie. Do you Love know what I mean? Like, I respect that they were <laughs> they were really out there trying, like, making it funny, like, giving it a different perspective and just, like, tying into, like, a lot of, like, current issues. But, yeah, that maybe it didn't hit home as much yeah. as, like, they would have liked to. I feel like satires expose issues at hand, but they don't provoke action in regards to those issues. I feel like yes. that's where almost documentaries come into play mm-hmm. or some more there some more pieces rooted in like real stuff than a comet coming to earth but yeah i don't know i think definitely did expose the issue in a very accessible digestible way but i don't think it really provoked action but what are your thoughts about the movie the bu- the budget being 75 million dollars i did not oh know it was that God. much <laughs> and That's a lot of oh. i believe I don't know who exactly was paid this amount, but one of the actors was paid $11 million to be in the movie. See, that's money that could have been used. I know, we could have solved climate change. change. Literally. (laughs) Like, how you said, like, $4 million is, like, great to donate, but, like, all that money, like, put into the production of that movie Mm -hmm. maybe wasn't necessary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Two, I wanted to ask your thoughts on the ending. I know, Kylie, I saw some tears when you saw hey. the come. <laughs> I'm exposing I can't help you. it. <laughs> but, like, did it, did you feel kind of hopeless after it? Did you feel inspired? Because, I don't know, I feel like when you're talking and thinking about climate change, sometimes it can be very easy to feel like, oh, we're just, there's no way, there's no way, mm-hmm. there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do that will make a difference. Um, well, for me, I was definitely crying just because people died. Any, <laughs> any kind of death um, could be a pet, person, anything. Tears. Tears. Rolling immediately. <laughs> but, I mean, I definitely did feel a little hopeless just because I, I understand how the actors felt. Mm. I mean, or I understand how the characters felt. I mean, they, they felt like they were screaming into the void. They couldn't get people to listen. Mm. They couldn't get people to do anything. And they couldn't do anything themselves because they didn't have the power and... I don't know, sometimes I kind of spiral and start to think, like, is anything I'm doing actually helping? Or am I just doing this just to, like, make myself feel a little bit better? You know, so no matter how much I can do, I always feel like it's not enough, and I feel like that's how they felt too because obviously they died at the end and they tried to stop that. So, I don't know. You're going to make me cry right now, (laughs) Kylie. I'm like, nothing we're doing (laughs) is helping. It is. No, I feel like that's how I feel, like, a lot of stuff, especially, like, in this work. It's, like, you're trying to make people care who just don't care. Yeah. Like, it's just, it just seems like an impossible task sometimes. Stepping away from the movie, though, like, besides the ending, but just the satire in general, I mean, it did kind of uplift me a little bit just because, like, I know that there's other people who feel the same way, and... Sometimes the only way to deal with it is just to make it funny. So mm-hmm. that was, I appreciated that part. Yeah. Do you guys have any ways you deal with feeling those kind of hopeless feelings or like discouraged feelings that you can get from working in sustainability or like climate change? Like, how do you guys personally deal with those feelings? Is there anything that you guys do that makes it better? I feel like sometimes I just look for 
a good news story. Like, mm. what's going on in the world of, like, sustainability and the environment that's, like, a little pick-me-up? Mm. You know, like, okay, real change can be made or, like, this new discovery that, like, could help us, like, move forward. That, like, helps me sometimes. Um, and sometimes just honestly, like, ranting about it, getting a little <laughs> angry, being like, no one's listening, no one cares, can be a little helpful, too. Yeah. So those are, I don't know my two strategies. (laughs) Well, I mean, definitely the helpful thing for like working for the Office of Sustainability and just like taking these classes is that most people agree and feel the same way. So there's just a bit of community that you get from everyone worrying about the same issue. And then I also try to remind myself to like, even though I just said, feels like sometimes what you're doing isn't enough, but it is something. Um, Like if I am, you know, recycling something, that is one less thing that's going to be in a landfill if I'm I, I don't know what else <laughs> if I'm like <laughs> if, you know if I'm trying to eat locally going to the farmer's market I'm supporting local businesses I know that's something that's not having to ship from a different country or cross country and I'm supporting other people too I think that's a big thing um, and if I'm really getting into it and I'm just really feeling down um, I usually pull out my wallet and donate some money <laughs> to make it feel better. <laughs> I like your idea, your, like how you said having the community though, like that's a big part is like there is a community of people who care and who are trying to make change, like even just here at UW-Madison. So um, much Yeah, community. so that's like a big part to a little pick-me-up is that all of these people are still trying to work towards it and it's just not me. Yeah. So. Honestly, when I feel down in the dumps, <laughs> I go dumps. to one of the over 34 environmental student organizations we have on campus. Well, usually it's just, like, the one I'm on. <laughs> but <laughs> you can literally go to any one of the 36 or whatever, and the students you'll meet and get to work with, like, everyone has such a good energy about it. I think everyone obviously relates to feeling discouraged sometimes, but being surrounded by people that are fighting for the same thing and really want to get deep into action and like dedicating themselves to that is super inspiring and everyone does it with a smile on their face and everyone's just so great in this community I feel like it just makes it so much better Uh you just have people behind you and people supporting you and you support other like it's just very supportive and everyone is just doing great the best (laughs) shout out to all of you shout out to all the student orgs and the OS too and the staff everyone Mm -hmm. What do you guys do when you kind of feel like Dr. Mindy and Kate and you feel like you can't convince anyone? How do you how do you try oh, and stay civil? That's a good question. <laughs> I would have a breakdown like Dr. Both of oh, them had yeah. at some one point. Like I think it was first Dr. Kate and she went viral as a meme. And mm-hmm. then, or not Dr. Kate. Just Kate. Just Kate. Kate. Just Kate. <laughs> <laughs> She's plain old Kate. And then Dr. Mindy Howen later on. But... I feel like I would do that behind closed doors, but I would just be like, <laughs> just like, just tearing my hair out, like smoke coming out of my ears, like Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. But what is your, how do you deal with it, Kylie? I'd um, like to know. Well, like I said, I mean, growing up, I was surrounded by like-minded people. But then when I came to college and I met people who, like, again, like I said, didn't know how to recycle stuff, mm-hmm. I just kind of, I try to put myself in their shoes if they didn't grow up knowing that recycling is important and cutting down on waste is important. Um, they don't they don't know that it's important. Um, so I just kind of try and put myself in their shoes and just teach them. 
Um, but sometimes it does get really frustrating. And thankfully, I haven't had to deal with too many people who are like actually getting an argument. It's more just people who just just don't know what they're doing mm. and are coming with a somewhat open mind. Um, but it is difficult trying to deal with or trying to handle a situation when someone is not seeing eye to eye with you, when you feel like it, it's so clear that mm-hmm. we should mm. care about climate change. How do you deal with it, Gigi? Um, I'd love to know. Why is, um, why is, why is, why is Gigi? Gigi? Um, no, I agree that I feel like I've learned from the times that it's become more of like an argument mm-hmm. and that like that isn't healthy. It's not effective in any way. Mm-hmm. And then it leaves both parties angry at the end. And separate. Yes, and then there's divided. no, and then that like, like then they never want to instigate a conversation again and then people just go about their life like cause yeah because everyone gets stubborn and then they're like well I'm never going to change their view there's exactly. no point talking about it but you can still even if you're not seeing eye to eye fully like you can if you come in with an open mind and like hopefully that person you're like having this discussion with is also having an open mind like you can learn something even if you don't fully agree with it maybe mm. the reasons behind why they, they yeah. have these beliefs I feel like is huge um, like how Kylie was saying like if you don't have this background go- growing up, it might be not known information to you. Um, so just, like, coming with an open mind and not coming, like... With assumptions. Angry. Yeah, and, like, not condescending, I feel like, yes. is a big thing, too. Because if you... Yeah, if you're condescending, people don't want to listen to you, and it just sounds very disrespectful. So to keep it, like, a healthy conversation. On that note, does anyone have any final thoughts or things to share? Um, I just hope that... Where whatever stance that you have, you come away with something that you learned or, you know, or just appreciation for the movement um, to fight climate change and join student orgs. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah get involved, uh-huh. get involved in your community and what they're doing to help fight climate change. And there's a million, a million, a million ways, art, music, cleanups everything you can get it you can do it <laughs> you can bring your talents to like yes any talent you have can be impactful when trying to fight climate change totally anything you're passionate about you can just morph and meld into helping the helping fight climate change yeah and any kind of background experience you could be completely new you could have just realized that climate change is real yesterday there are people who want to help you like all the student orgs or people at the office of sustainability um, we're here to be a resource and to help you. And, I mean, we can get through this together. Yeah. So make sure to follow our podcast, Sustain UW, and you can find us on Instagram and TikTok uh, at Sustain UW to see what the Office of Sustainability is up to and also get involved in other sustainability-related um, events and orgs on campus. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Thanks to the Director of Sustainability at UW-Madison, Dr. Missy Nergard, and to the Director of Sustainability Education and Research, Professor Andrea Hicks. Thanks also to the Nelson Institute for Environmental Studies and to Facilities Planning and Management for supporting this podcast. The making of these episodes requires a lot of behind-the-scenes work from the entire intern podcast team, and we are so grateful for their efforts. Until next time, continue thinking about how to best sustain UW.